Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Um, And let's get right to it because she's a busy woman. We are welcoming uh, our CEO and tech producer and and all-around wonderful person serving her community and, and, you know, just doing her thing, Princess Cooper. Good morning. How are you doing? Gretchen, I thank you for always, and good morning, for always giving me a, a, a wonderful introduction. Um, you know, sometimes I go, who is that lady? <laughs> but thank you. Oh, I appreciate gracious. you. Who isn't that lady? I mean, seriously, <laughs> you you are busy, and but you're always of service, and I really appreciate that. So, And, and to me especially, um, you, you have been a blessing, so I, I thank you for that. Well, thank you. So let's get started because you're not giving me the time that I had wanted and hoped and thought I would get because <laughs> I, I was, yeah. you know, I was wound up. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we want tonight is an exciting time for NBA fans and um, their families and friends that are joining them because uh, we have the the first game, correct? Yeah, first game of the NBA Finals. Denver Nuggets and Miami Heat. Still glad there's a Florida team in there. I'm sorry, <laughs> just you know, not not the one, not the local one, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm still rooting for them. They're a good team. Well, in you know, in the history of you know the playoffs and stuff like that, they they seem to you know be impressive. But Denver, this could be history making for them, right? Yeah, this could be if the the, the Nuggets win their first. Um, um, championship, NBA championship. Um, um, the Heat have definitely been there, done that before too, with LeBron and and one with D Wade before that with um, Shaq. Um, but uh, this is the first time or the second time that a a seed, um, which the Heat were, have made it all the way to the finals, which is in itself um, um, a small miracle. Um, and credit to Jimmy Butler and the rest of them. I, I think more than anything, they have a winning soul, a winning attitude, um, and they really stick together. Um, and the franchise itself run by Pat Riley um, with the help of Alonzo Mourning and then the coach, um, Eric Spolster. I think they really have a good front office and staff. Um, and they put together um, a team that I thought would not make it to this point. So now – the ones that were eliminated, because like you're saying, you know, the Heat are AC this year. 
What do you think? I mean, and I think there are some surprises. You know, Steph's not there. LeBron's not there. Um, what do you think it was that um, caused the downfall for these uh, super-powered teams, I guess you could say? Well, let's go back some. The, the Lakers ended up playing the Warriors, and um, I, I thought that the Warriors um, struggle all season, and I don't think that there's a whole lot of team, team chemistry since um, the incident with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole where Draymond punched him um, pretty violently in, in practice at the beginning of the season. And I don't think that that has helped on that bench the entire season. Um, but they ran up against a, a, a Lakers team that um, made a lot of good moves um, in the middle of the season, sending Russell Westbrook to the Clippers and attaining D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley and, and, and really getting um, a lot of out of Austin Reeves. Um, Anthony Davis showed up and LeBron did what he could um, too. And, and they, they beat the Warriors, I think, in six. So, and on the other side, the, the, um, um, then, you know, the, the Lakers go up against the Nuggets and then they lose, um, um, they lose four in a row. They don't win a game. And I thought the Nuggets was, was just basketball sound against the Lakers. And I thought the Lakers were hobbled with LeBron James. There was still something wrong with that foot. Although there were games where he gave you almost 40 minutes. Um, so, you know, and then on the other side, the, the Heat come in and, um, you know, they take care of, I think, the 76ers. Um, no, the, the Celtics take care of the 76ers. The Heat take care of the Knicks. And then um, there they are um, against each other. And the Heat go up 3-0. And in NBA history, a team that goes up 3-0 150 times has never lost. But the Celtics come back with, you know, three three wins and tie it up 3-3. And the Celtics head home in game seven on Sunday. Uh, was it Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. Um, no, it was Monday, Memorial Day. Game seven on Memorial Day and at home, the Boston Celtics couldn't do it, and they ended up losing by more than 20, which was surprising to me, which goes on to say it's hard when you get to that level of, of play to beat a team four times in a row. The Celtics did it three times and went home but could not pull off. So the Heat end up in the finals, and now we have this matchup, um, and it's going to be a good one, I, you know. But, again, neither one of these teams that I want or, you know, wanted to see in the playoffs, I was rooting for a Lakers-Celtics um, rematch. It just wasn't going to happen. I think the Nuggets have been the number one team all year, especially in wins and losses, and I think it's proven itself throughout the playoffs. So let's see what they can do. The number one team in the NBA all year versus the number eight seed, what happens in the NBA finals. So my question is, just as a spectator and not as an analyst per se or any you know anyone that has a lot of knowledge in the field, does this – I guess you could say lack of name branding, you know, bringing some, some super name to the game. Does that make you want to watch even more or less? Um, you know, okay. Maybe to the layman that really doesn't watch a whole lot of sports or NBA basketball, does this, you know, create any type of, um, 
excitement. If you are a fan of NBA, then you really have a favorite team. So you're going to watch the game because you want to be able to talk about it um, in the locker room or at the cooler at work or whatever. So you're going to do mm-hmm. that. But, you know, if you're not a, a, a Heat fan or a Nuggets fan, you could care less. You don't have a, a dog in this fight. You don't have a horse in this race. Um, but, you know, you, you want to see what happens and you're, you're there for sure to, to kind of, you know, be able to talk about it and, and, and look at the spectacle. And the NBA Finals is one of those, you know, um, American treasures, I think. And, and let's see what happens. But I don't think anybody is more or less in, in, enthused or uh, uh, ready to watch, you know, because of, uh, you know, of anything. If you are a fan of the Heat, then you're going to watch. If you're a fan of the Nuggets, you're going to watch. But there is those diehard, you know, purists that watch, you know, sports in the NBA who are going to watch no matter what, no matter what it says, they're going to be there. Yeah, I was wondering. So, I mean, so basically, um, you we we basically need people to, to watch because it's a team sport. We need to be rooting for teams and rooting for the sport in terms of being, uh, you know, that being played well, being uh, regulated well, and all that type of stuff. Those are the things that we should be watching for and not necessarily any one particular person, right? No, Gretchen, I, I don't think so. This is still okay. a man's world. <laughs> this is still okay. a man's world. And even if the game is not played well, or not officiated well, that just creates more drama and more fun, if you ask me, because then you have something to talk about. Well, did you see that play? Was it a foul or was it not a foul? Or they should, they really should have called it and they didn't call it. Um, so I, I don't well, – I mean, And that's fine because my thinking is that, well, at least you're not honed in on any one particular person, but you are honed in on – how the game was played and how it was regulated. You, you're more focused on the game and the team versus, you know, have, having to have an all-star to watch through multiple games. Yeah. Now, maybe I need to say this. If it okay. was LeBron versus Jason Tatum or, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis on the Lakers versus the Boston Celtics, and they're renewing the rivalry that happened between Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. We got our got ourselves something. But this is a new day. Um, let me say this about Miami. Miami was in the finals, uh, if I'm not mistaken, last year. And mm-hmm. um, they said, you know, Jimmy Butler said that, you know, we'll be back here again. We'll have this test again. After he lost the third straight game to the Boston Celtics in the press conference he said um, God will continue to give you the same test until you pass it and he said mm. we have one more game and I promise you we'll pass it he said the good news is is that we would have won if I played well I did not play well I will play well in game seven um, and, and those type of things and conversations that you have in press conferences and, and you know, in, in different media outlets and, and what they post, that's really good. You know, Jimmy Butler texted Coco Golf, a 16, 17-year-old that, that plays women's tennis and doing very well in the professional tour. He texted her right. before the game 
and he said, do you want tickets to the finals? Because we'll be there. And, you know, that's that kind of arrogance and confidence that you want in your players that are getting ready to go into battle. So if if you're saying, I'm saying that it would have been maybe a little bit more sexier to have Steph Curry or LeBron James or some of the other teams. But this is this is who we have, the Nuggets and the Heat, and they, they both deserve to be there. And um, right. I, I think we'll watch um, out of curiosity, out of need, out of fandom. You know, um, again, it's one of those American treasures. Um, we've come a long way in that. Whether it's Major League Baseball, NBA, the NFL, uh, when it comes to championship games, we make a we make a big deal out of it. Um, you know, the Super Bowl week, it becomes a Super Bowl week. And then we prepare from the grocery store to our kitchen to the big screen TV. And the same thing mm-hmm. with Major League Baseball and the NBA. We'll, we'll um, get down to it, and we'll be there tonight. And, you know, it's a series of, of seven games, and we'll see. And if you're the NBA, you want it to go seven games. The more games, the more yeah. revenue, the more exposure. Right, exactly. And so do you think it will go seven games? What are, you, what are your thoughts? How do you think this one will play out, in your opinion? I. I don't think it'll go seven games. Um, I'm, I think maybe the Heat will get one win. Um, I think it'll maybe go five or six games. Maybe the Heat will get two. I think that the Nuggets are the team of this year, of 2023, of 2022-2023 really? season. Um, they've proven that all year. I think it's hard to stop. Um, Jokic, who is their, um, their big player and um, won the MVP the last um, two previous seasons, Joel and B won it this year. Um, and they have a lot of scores and a lot of good play on that team in Murray and Porter. So I think the Nuggets win in five. Um, and I would not be, be surprised if it went six, but it won't go seven. I think the Nuggets win. And, um, yeah. And even though they have Jimmy Butler, I think there's just too many horses on the Nuggets side. And the Nuggets will take this. Okay. I have to ask you about something else that is kind of way off in left field, but thank you for, for that. So, you know, we'll be watching mm-hmm. tonight. What time is it and when, where? Oh, I think it kicks off around 8 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. All right. So um, <laughs> I was looking at, you know, sporting news, just trying to, uh, because I know you're the expert, and I just try to get a little bit of something that that, that I can talk about. But I was looking mm-hmm. at some at some sports news, and it had there was a question on what channel is the spelling bee on today. Now, mm-hmm. I I don't think of spelling bees as sports, but I've always been a spelling bee fan. I loved them when I was in school. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. Uh, what defines, in your opinion, what defines a sport? Oh, wow. Anything that, that um, has a competition in it. Um, and at the end of that competition, you're rewarded a prize. Um, and I don't know if we consider sport to be um, that of physical contact. Um, it can't be because we think that bowling is a, is a, is a sport. And, um, you know, a uh, pool table um, has a competition, is, is considered a sport. So um, you'd have to say that it's that competitive nature and competing for something um, to win something um, and can be labeled that in, in, you know, in a way. 
um, and and really that's that's competition. But you'd have to say that in its own right that the spelling bee is an is a, a working of the mind and in the in the the brain the muscle. So um, we we'd have to consider that a sport. And I love the spelling bee too. Um, I came out of my elementary school and went to um, to Alachua County, and from there went to Tallahassee and won, and went to Nationals in D.C. and lost on the very first word. <laughs> but um, the experience was awesome, and I've always liked that. Yeah, I, so I'm, I'm just wondering, so do, do we now have to categorize type of sports? For example, chess is considered a sport. But I mm-hmm. would venture to say that maybe it's closer in line with the spelling bee and maybe being called an, an intellectual sport, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you got me on this one, Gretchen. Um, <laughs> I would say because <laughs> I'm so busy focusing on the other stuff, like you know, I, I is, is NASCAR a sport? Um, but so you got me on this one. I, that is something to think about. Intellectual sport sounds good because there is no, you know, um, physical exertion, I would say, in some of this, like chess or spelling bee. But at the end, you feel very, you feel drained. Um, you feel like mm-hmm. you've competed, you know, and, and you're tired and, and need to, to recover. So, um, yeah, but I like that intellectual sport for sure. Um, and, I, and I think the media will do what they can to brand it as that too, you know, as um, a competition you want to see and the drama that's included in it and the competitive mm-hmm. nature, you know, we all want to yeah. do that. Because I know, you know, back way back in the day, you know, was it Bobby <laughs> Fisher? What um, made kind of uh, chess a little more interesting in terms of, you know, wanting to watch it, wanting to see who was going to win. I, I, I'm sure there were there were other components. I know there were other components involved in terms of why that was popular at that time. But I, like I said, you know, when I, I when I came across that headline, I was like, what? <laughs> sport? Really? But then I started thinking about like chess is a sport. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then yeah, they you're have, dating yourself. Uh, you're, 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 yes, I am. With, with Bobby. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, peaked, he peaked in the 70s with that sport and was a champion, I think, um, 72 to 76, somewhere in there, three or four-year wow. reign. So, Gosh, I didn't um, realize that was that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. intellectual sport. Mm. Okay. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, what else is going on in, in the sports world that you're following uh, these days? Oh, what else is going on in the sports world? Um, well, the NBA draft is is coming up here soon. I, I think it's usually the week after the finals, and um, mm-hmm. the draft has been picked. You know, they do a lottery pick and have a show for the top five or top eight picks, and the 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 um. San Antonio Spurs has the number one pick, and they will be taking a young man, I think, out of Europe. I don't know what part. Um, mm-hmm. um, gosh. Uh, Wimbe Mama, something like that. Wimbe Mana, something like that is his name. A seven-five player with the range that he can shoot the three, um, like Steph Curry, and play in the post. 
So that will be the number one pick, and then we'll see what goes from there. The young man, Brandon Miller, out of Alabama, will definitely be picked. I would think he's the top five pick. He's kind of lost some of his luster because of this, you know, um, controversy with him providing a gun for one of his friends and the friend using that gun to shoot someone Mm -hmm. else. So, you know, there's some of that out there. But, yeah, the NBA finals are coming up. Major League Baseball is in full swing and, um, yesterday opened up the, the all-star voting for the, for the Major League Baseball, and that's usually played during the 4th of July weekend or right after that. So that's going on, and it's almost time for, you know, the NFL to start its all-season play. We had some, some um, young ladies on last week or the month of May um, to discuss their sons being drafted into the NFL one un, undrafted and one drafted. And um, so we, we talked about that journey. And then, you know, college football is right around the corner too. But it is the spring season, and um, here we are. The University of Florida won the national championship in men's golf yesterday. Um, today's June 1st, which starts the College World Series for um, college softball. And Oklahoma Sooners are favorite. So I wanted to ask you, because when I was uh, just scanning quickly about the NFL, um, excuse me, NBA draft, um, there are a few people that were listed uh, in some articles that have decided to withdraw from the draft. Um, yeah. I don't know if you are familiar with any of these people, a person named um, Dylan Mitchell from um, Texas, um, someone named Dylan Jones, another one, Zach Eddie, but what, I guess my and um, I guess my question is: Is there a, just uh, a lot of pressure to you know go to the draft if you have those skills versus let's say staying in school or or uh, selecting maybe a, another career or deciding to wait? And if you let's say decide to skip the draft, does that make you non-eligible? the next time it comes around? No, it used to be um, if you're going to enter your name into the draft, you actually want to seek information to kind of give you a projection or an evaluation of where you're going to be drafted. Are you a lottery pick, which means you're in the top ten, um, you're in that top ten. Um, are you a first rounder or a second rounder? But it used to be um, that if you did not, Uh, secure an agent, Um, you were eligible to head back to um, school. Now, because you have an agent anyway, because of NIL, name, image, and likeness, that is no longer anymore. Mm. So um, you have the opportunity now to say, hmm, this is not going like I thought it was going to go. I'm not going to go as high as I thought I was going to go. So I'm going to head back. Um, um, I'm going to head back to my college. And, of course, you stay involved with and communicate with your your coach and your school anyway, your representation of them. Um, The center for Purdue um, decided to pull his name out of the draft. Um, Arkansas, their their five-star point guard, has taken his name out of the draft and headed back. And the young man you're speaking of um, at University of Texas, too. There have been several in the past um, couple of days that have withdrawn their names from the draft, mm-hmm. and that means that they don't feel that they're going to, for them, that they're going to get a high enough look or pick, and um, and that happens in the NBA draft more than 
Well, no, no, the the, the Major League Baseball is like that too, where a lot of foreign players um, will compete and get a lot of those positions that, you know, we think Americans should get or, or would get. So they're not only mm-hmm. competing with, you know, uh, American players, but with European players too. But yes, yes, you can go back, and that does not, does not do anything for your status next year. As long as you play for college, you can come back out and go in, into it next year. So um, it used to be that you couldn't do that if you secured an agent. Now it doesn't matter one way or the other because the NIL. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you are a superstar of any type in in college sports, you better have an agent because um, mm-hmm. there's so much money to be made with the NIL deals. Wow. I mean, does anybody play for fun anymore? That's, that's, I guess that's what I Oh, no, fun's been gone. No, mm. no. Now, you can tell Gretchen when there are players who like the game that they're playing and that they fundamentally play it right. But, no, mm. um, college sports is way um, – have definitely uh, exited that fun. It is a business, and you can get paid for it for it now and you know like uh, just last year the top three nil um uh valued um uh, sports and 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 players at top three were in high school um lebron james son uh his nil was at seven and a half million um the next one was a young man who was recruited by by memphis he had three and a half million and he hadn't even made it to college yet and I don't think he's going to make it. He was um, accused and arrested for shooting someone else in a, in a robbery. So he has oh, already geez. given up his his whole future, I think, is gone. And then the, the next one was a young lady, Juju Schuster, out of uh, Sierra Canyon. She was uh, got a big deal with Nike, and she was at number three. She's now committed to USC and headed there. But the top three in NIL deals weren't even in college. It was in the high school, which is amazing because that means that whether you you have the potential to go to college or not, if you're performing in high school, you can have a name, image, and likeness deal. And $7.5 million worth, LeBron James' son, Bronny James, had that, and he hadn't touched the college ranks yet. He just committed to USC also. Oh, man. It's, It's crazy. It's so crazy. And and I wanted to ask you too because it's the it's the NBA. It, I I mean and I guess if you if you're following like you said then you know you kind of know what's up with it. But I don't see the fanfare with the NBA draft as I do with the NFL draft. You know the promotion and all that type of stuff. Am I just not paying attention or or is that the case really? Oh, that's, I think, yeah, that's a whole different um, animal right there. The NFL has decided to um, take their draft experience from city to city, wherever there's an NFL team, and um, they have created this whole big production starting on a Thursday night, Friday, and then all day Saturday, and they've invited, you know, um, people to um, make your make a video and send it in on why you should be a part of the NFL draft and why you should be the top 100 to be there. And then they actually have a section for every team that's going to mm-hmm. be at the draft. They actually have a section for their fans. Um, the NBA is a lot smaller. They, you know, 
they um, rent out a ballroom and, you know, they get up there and make the announcements, and it's a one-night deal. But because there's so many football players, you have 12 to 13 um, players on an NBA team. You get a 53-man roster on an NFL team, and then you get a practice squad. So the draft is seven rounds, while the NBA is, I think, three rounds. And so, yeah, it's a big – it's a difference. So you can do it in one night. The NFL, um, I think, has always broken it up into several days, and now they've made it prime time, you know, Thursday night, Friday night. And it it really is, I think, one of the best spectacles of draft there is. And then there's another football league. And what are your thoughts on, on its success going forward? Well, there's several out there, Gretchen, the USFL. Um, It is out there, and they start – they're getting ready to start now going into the summer, if I'm not mistaken. The XFL, um, they started their season in February and just ended their championship with the Allerton Renegades against the D.C. Ooh, I I can't remember um, their names. Um, And that's that's got to be a challenge, too, to, to, you know, get yourself front and center and be memorable – in the shadow of the NFL. Well, I think they're in conjunction with the NFL. What they say is that we um, give you options and, 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 and possibilities. Um, the, the XFL is owned by The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and his partner, and I forgot her name, um, but she did a lot of promotions, I think, in wrestling and boxing and that type. So they own um, the XFL, and they took it over and, and purchased the league because the league went under um, right in the middle of the pandemic. They had to stop their season. Um, so mm-hmm. the league went under, and now it, it, it came back and, and um, uh, launched itself again in February of this year with eight teams and, and ten games. And we had on the championship team um, Tuesday night, Jonathan Hayes and Jay Hayes, they're brothers, and they were the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator for the Arlington Renegades, who won the championship. So um, we had them on for an hour on Tuesday night, and they got a chance to just talk about, you know, the start of the season. And in the season, they were four and six, but they found their mojo, uh, you know, in the middle of the season to the end, and got hot in the playoffs and won a championship. And so, um, and Jay Hayes was played, you know, coached for the Cincinnati Bengals under Marvin Harrison and then coached uh, um, at Tampa Bay with Tony Dungy for a while. So, and then Jonathan Hayes um, played for the Kansas City Chiefs and coached for the Cincinnati Bengals. And, you know, but now they're both coordinators for the Arlington Renegades. And so that, I think that league is here to stay. I think it had a successful first year. Um, Let's see what happens. But then there's a USFL who has about eight or ten teams, and I think they're starting now or in the middle of their season now. And then there's the Canadian Football League. So if you don't get in the NFL, there are other leagues out there that will get you some film so that you can perform and maybe get some success, and the NFL team will call. And that is what the XFL is doing is saying, hey, come play with us. If you don't get your chances with the NFL, come play with us and then – Let's see what we can do to get you back to the NFL. So I think they're all working together. Princess 
as usual, get, giving us the 411 <laughs> for, for us novices and lay people on sports. We appreciate you taking the time out today. And, um, you know, I hope God, maybe I can try to catch a little bit of the NBA tonight. I just, but my, that was my mom's sport. You know, she liked really? she loved the NBA. Yeah, she loved the NBA. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, but that that was her sport, you know, me and dad. My mother loved basketball, too, but she coached basketball, played basketball, and won a state championship for her high school. So Wow. Coach, yeah. That's all um, right. That's yeah, good. yeah. So, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, gosh, it, it, when you say that, it just, it's powerful that we remember our moms in so many different ways and remember them watching and going, okay, that's kind of funny, but, Okay, if she loves it, I love it too for her, you know. <laughs> I was okay with it, but I, 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 you know, being a daddy's girl, they're watching the football and some baseball too, uh, especially when mm-hmm. the Reds had that had that team that, you know, with all of the infamous players on there. The anyway, Big Red me... Machine with Sparky Anderson um, was that team <laughs> in the Cincinnati Reds and with Johnny Bench yes. and Pete Rose and Cesar Geronimo and Ken Grissy George and I could Foster. go on and on. Dave Concepcion, yeah. Joe Morgan. That was the mm-hmm. team, you're correct, and they, I, I think they, yes. won, they won two or three at that time, and I, I'm sure at that time you were in Ohio, right? No. No, oh wow! This is this is way back. No, I was only in Ohio for a couple of years in the nineties, but no, this okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! So your dad just liked the Cincinnati Reds. I did too, and I followed him yeah. as a child. I don't know. That's I just one of my memories with him. Is just you know that's what we used to watch. You know so. And, wow. and, and you know, I didn't, I didn't really know any other teams really. And I don't, I think at the time, Florida didn't even have any baseball teams at that time. So, oh no, you know now, no. now and we I, got the Marlins, yeah, and the Rays and stuff. The like Marlins that. and the the Rays, and and I would come home, Gretchen. That's when newspaper and I and I gotta go, but that's when newspaper was newspaper. So I wouldn't yes. know if they won yet because there was no ESPN. But when I got home from school, I would read the newspaper. Oh, they won again. Oh, they're looking good in the standings because that's where we got our sports information from. Now, oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. Well, go do your thing. Thank you for your time. You. And we're going to take a quick break. Uh, if you have anything you want to discuss, uh, come on back. I'm going to give some tips on, on batteries. I know that sounds weird. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the number is 516-387-1944. These Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. Hi, I'm Tim Garrison. Uh, you may know me as Timmy G. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been two decades, but I want you to know I'm back in the Arkansas. And I've got a mix of music that can help you relax and chill out. It's smooth. It's relaxing. It's chill out jazz. The soulful mix of smooth jazz, soul, and smooth R&B. So join me every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. to midnight on K-Ham Radio. Are you? 
Good afternoon, and welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And want to thank Princess Cooper again, uh, CEO of Never Had It So Good Networks. Uh, you know, sports is her thing, so, you know, she's my go-to person when I need to get questions answered about all things sports. And the NBA uh, finals start tonight with the Miami Heat yay, and the Denver Nuggets. And so... Um, if you didn't get a chance to ask a question before, you know, put your questions on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. Let, let me know, and I'll try to get them to her because I can't answer them for you. But I just wanted to kind of give an update. As you know, today, or if you don't know, today marks the um, first day of hurricane season for the next six months. It runs now through November 30th. Um, and there is a system out in the Gulf, um, unfortunately, right now. Uh, and according to the Weather Channel, it may, well, it, uh, and our, our weathercasters here, it may become a tropical depression or storm in the Gulf of Mexico, and, and name storm. Um, so it's an area of low pressure, uh, and um, it has, I guess winds and soaking rains that they anticipate that could hit us. Um, so we talked yesterday to, with uh, Duke Energy's Audrey Stasco about some hurricane prep tips and also some energy-saving tips. But I want to talk, like I said, about batteries. I know that sounds weird, and I can't, I'm not an expert on batteries. But I know that – and also just wanted to put out there, this is the tax-free time for your hurricane supplies – uh, I think they said now through June 1st. So if you've got to get some batteries, get them. But before you do, let me make this suggestion. Number one, get a battery tester now um, or, or find a way, because I know there's other ways to do it, but test your batteries just to see if, you know, if they're you know, still at the top of their game or you're going to need to replace them soon before you go out and buy a bunch of batteries. Um, and so there's a, and I may be pronouncing it wrong, it's either a multimeter or a multimeter, but anyway, it is uh, a way of testing your batteries to make sure that they're good. Now, there are other tips, and I found a variety of videos and um, articles, and uh, I've shared them on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. Why am I saying this? You know, you know, because you need the batteries for the flashlight and the lanterns and stuff like that. You may have... Uh, backup type of appliances that require batteries, you know, clocks, radios, whatever the case. But I'm telling you from personal experience, experience with my husband, you know, and you want, you know, a lot of us think about going to the uh, big box stores, the, the uh, warehouse stores and getting them in bulk. We went and got one of those containers that, Stocks a lot of batteries front and back, and we went to the the you know warehouse store and we got battery. We we looked around first. We thought we were doing a good job and, and looked around and and so we bought all these batteries and and just tried to stock this thing full of batteries. Think about before you go buying this. First of all, if you think about if you need a container to house that many batteries. Because we really didn't. We don't. Second of all, think about what you're using the batteries for. 
figure out how long your batteries last. There are tips, and like I said, that's why I po- posted and shared on the G-Power Hour Facebook page because you may not need uh, a battery for the whole, you know, for the, to just to get you through the hurricane season. It just really depends. Um, if it's a busy season, maybe, maybe not. But this is the thing. If you decide, let's say, to go to the warehouse store, dock up on batteries, what I would suggest, once you assess what your usage is and you still think that, well, maybe it's a good deal, maybe check with a neighbor or check with a family member and say, hey, um, there's a packet of 32 AA batteries. Now, I don't think that I'm going to use 32 AA batteries before they expire. What about you? How many could you use? Let's go in on a pack of 32 double a batteries together that way we save money we don't waste the batteries we don't have to worry about having a large place to store these uh batteries you know and and it just makes better economic sense to do it that way so and like i said the reason i'm i'm telling you this because we did it and then we had batteries that you know well are we still sure that they're useful you know, can you test them? Are they just, you know, spending time wasting away? Are we storing them properly? Do we need this big container to store it? And unfortunately, we were at a a Christmas gathering, um, a company Christmas gathering of sorts, and found ourselves kind of laughing to ourselves uh, a little bit, you know, because there was a Christmas gift that was one of these containers that housed all of these batteries. Uh, and we, you know, we, you know, we're laughing at ourselves and we're feeling bad for the person that got this container. And we're like, you know, you know, hopefully you've got a large family. Hopefully maybe this is something that you, you have a small company or something, and this is good and useful for you to store a multitude of batteries. Otherwise, you're, you know, you've gotten something that uh, you might end up regret, regretting having, or you know, you might, you might end up regifting. Uh, that might be a possibility. But just, I just wanted to throw that out there because you know we get caught up in, oh, we can get a large quantity, we don't have to pay the taxes on it, but you need to do the long-term look at this versus doing the impulse shopping on it to make sure that you're buying what you need. You're buy, you're getting, you know, the best bang for your buck, you know, and, and just look at alternative ways to shop for batteries, water, you know, things that they've included right now. Um, it, it, now, some of these things that they've included this year are things that, yeah, you're going to use regardless paper towel and tissue and a lot of people were stocking up on this during COVID uh why I don't know I mean kind of stock up I guess once or twice a year you know but you're going to use it you know tax time comes we go do you know a shop and we purchase certain things so yes if you think that you want to go ahead and stock up on things like tissue and paper towel this is a good, and you know, you can even go to the warehouse stores and you don't have to share because 
God willing, if you're, you know, living long enough, you're going to go through the large package of tissue and paper towels. So, yeah, that makes sense. Go ahead, you know, knock yourself out. And and, I know my husband hates when I say that, but, okay, don't knock yourself out. Go ahead, and if you think that it's a good buy to go ahead, and and if you're going to save a little, a few dollars and cents on the tissue and paper towels, then go ahead and get the good tissue and paper towels. Don't get the cheap stuff. You know, take the money that, you know, you were going to save, you know, I mean, from taxes, and maybe spend a little extra and get something that feels good and is useful and lasts longer in in terms of uh, tissue and paper towels. Just saying. So anyway, if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. That's 516-387-1944. Like, like, like I said, I just wanted to share that because I think it's important that, you, you know, you, you're not wasting your money, that you're saving when you can. And then, like I will always say, also look for those apps, those cashback apps, like your, your shop kicks. You, if you are a shop kicker, you can pretty much buy your uh, paper towels and tissues and batteries if you've saved up enough kicks. Um, if you have Ibotta, you can get some cash back. Um, and then also remember, keep the receipts uh, for the Fetch app, um, that, you know, for, for different um, gift cards that you can use because you know it takes a lot of receipts to get your, your money back on Fetch, but it is worth it. So anyway, the number is 516-387-1944, taking a quick break. G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs dedicated to serving our families. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And, uh, again, want to thank Princess Cooper for being on, giving us a preview to uh, the NBA uh, finals tonight and uh, talking some other uh, sports-related news. So thank you for that. Uh, Also just wanted to remind you to keep your eye on or on the uh, weather channels or on your internet or your local news because we may be experiencing some uh, tropical uh, weather, uh, some winds, some rains, and uh, there is a possibility. It's called N1L right now, Invest N1L, Nine, excuse me, Invest 91L, Invest 91L right now. 
if it does become a name storm, it will be the first name storm of the season. It will be called Arlene uh, if it becomes a tropical storm. But right now, it's it's a low pressure area, it may become a depression, or it could become a storm. But so keep your eyes on that and and you know stay stay safe, stock up on you know meds if you need to, uh, just just keep an eye on it. Um, this month, like I, in addition to hurricane season, it's Father's Day and, you know, coming up. And just to remind people, because I don't know why people don't keep up with it, and it's really not that hard. Father's Day is the third Sunday of June. Mother's Day is the second Sunday of May. Of May. So May, second Sunday, June, third Sunday. Not hard, okay? So just keep, in, keep you know, Keep that in mind and, and, and plan something nice for dad. You know, we, we get caught up with Mother's Day and everything and buying flowers and stuff. This is the time to start listening and paying attention to the conversations that, you, you know, the man of the house is having about, you know, things that he wants and things that he needs. You know, he may be dropping you some hints and maybe just kind of going in one ear out the other or over your head or whatever. Um, you just might want to listen. Um, and sometimes it's, it's very hard, but Men, and I'm not trying to be nasty or mean or anything, but men just aren't as complicated as women are. Um, <laughs> they're more frustrating sometimes, but not as compl- not as complicated. So you know, you, you should be able to kind of get a, a basic sense of of what they need, unless you have a Gemini like I do. But anyway. Um, so just you know, look and see what it is that they want, what it is that they, they need, and, you know, plan something, you know, interesting and, and different, uh, you know, something special for dad. Uh, we hope to have some dads to talk with about their experiences and to share um, here. And also this month is Black Music Month. Uh, June is Black Music Month, so um, I am working on the possibility of getting some folks on to talk about uh, the music industry, uh, uh, the black music industry, and, uh, you know, how it's evolved and changed. And, um, you know, I, I really would like to get some local talent on. So if you, you know, are in a local band or you're a local singer, you you know, uh, and you want to share your experience, you know, just hit me up on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. Let me know. And those of you that know me, and if you know of somebody, uh, give me a call. I have somebody in mind. I don't know if they'll do it, but um, I I will be reaching out. So those are a couple of things going on this month. So just wanted to let you know. Also this month is Juneteenth. Uh, So I want to find out what Juneteenth activities are being planned or going on because, unfortunately, a lot of times I don't find out about this stuff until the last minute. I hear murmurs and rumors. I want to know so that I can share the information. So please hit me up on G's Power Hour Facebook page and let me know. So, But anyway, we're going to go ahead and call this a show. And tomorrow, oh, by the way, Tomorrow we're going to have Paul D. Shelton on from Warwickshire. Now, be live. But if you have questions for Paul, please send me a message on the G's Power Hour Facebook page so I can ask him when we record. But, um, yes, Paul D. Shelton from Warwickshire, because the economy is a mess right now, as we well know. You know, we're you know waiting with bated breath to see what's going to happen next. And uh, so we need to know how to 
govern ourselves accordingly. So Paul will be on to talk about that and some other things tomorrow. So just make sure that if you have questions or comments, please hit me up on the Jesus Power Hour Facebook page so that I can relay them to him and we can get those questions answered because you won't be able to do it live tomorrow. Sorry, but, you know, things happen. Anyway, thank you for listening. We're going to go. This has been G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, D. Be well, be safe, be blessed. God willing to talk to you tomorrow. Um, not live, but, you know, we'll, we'll communicate. And please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. Make it all right. a lot.